following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mexican Matters. I am your host, the Mexican. We will um, talk in this podcast about recent home games and struggles that the Columbus Jackaroos have gone through and need to overcome if we want to make a run at nationals uh, and anything that may have happened, you know, during the last couple home games. So after our East Regional tournament debacle, where uh, we had some key injuries that cost us the tournament, Baltimore, Washington decided, hey, let's make the trip to Columbus to play the Jack Roos again. So we were looking for some redemption. Uh, needless to say, we were ahead at the half, but we kind of fell apart in that third quarter, which ended up being our downfall, and we ended up losing 84-55 to at home. Due to, you know, we basically got outscored in that third quarter by three or four goals. And that is ultimately what did us in. Um, I don't know what it is about Baltimore, Washington. but I, And that's the thing I don't understand. How does a team go from being mediocre to being this good in a year? Like you basically drafted a bunch of Australians. And it was the same technique as before where they had the tall guy in the middle and then they would just pump it up to 11 and 16 and score goals from, from there. Um, we suffered more key injuries. Uh, Rob tweaked his ankle. But uh, the main injury happened to Chet, who got hit in the back, uh, you know, shoulder to the lower back. And turns out he, had, he suffered some lacerated kidneys. And it's possibly now out for the season. So that's like the third or fourth player that Baltimore Washington has taken out of the Jackaroos. I believe, despite the fact that we signed waivers, that is grounds for um, some kind of personal injury suit. But hey, I'm not an attorney, so I don't know. Uh, I I did feel like I crumbed better, definitely. Um... You know, there was a uh, went to the ball more. There was uh, a play where I accidentally concussed one of their players, uh, not even on purpose, just going for a tackle and trying to shoot the ball. And somebody else had already taken the guy down. And so as I, I was in motion and I kind of fell over the play, my shin slash knee accidentally hit him in the head. And he was a little bit dazed and confused after the play. And Baltimore started getting all pissy about it but whatever but luckily for us we got them back at the bar as always uh although i will say the boat race against baltimore washington 
I was not promoting it, okay? It, I wanted this to be unsanctioned because, you know, we didn't, I knew I didn't, we didn't have our lineup. Footy was not there. Chad was not there because he had a wedding. You know, and that's that's one and two on our boat race team. Like, you know, Bigfoot and Lone Wolf, they kick us off, give us a strong lead so that Clyde can just hold the lead at the three. And then whoever the four is, you know, holds the lead until the anchor, myself, takes care of business at the end. Well, they weren't at the bar. I wasn't going to promote the boat race. But D-Rock decided, hey, let's just go around and start talking to Baltimore, Washington people about a boat race. I'm like, no, dude, no, just no, 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 no. We don't need any of that. But Baltimore, Washington eventually issued the challenge, and so we had to come up with a lineup. Um, not our strongest, but hey, Ramo, Beegs, Clyde, and nobody else would fill the four spot. So we had to put Courtney there. Uh, typically, Ariel is our four now, uh, ever since Preet moved to Orlando, and she's the strongest Jillaroo at, ch- at chugging. But she has a, she's not always there, so the four is kind of a wild card, in my opinion. Anybody can fill out the four. As long as we have one, two, and five, lock on lock, footy, lone wolf, myself, we we've never lost. But obviously, we got just Clyde and myself at this point against Baltimore Washington at the bar, at the bar, and we and we ran out. You know, we we uh, uh, go up top on Park Street patio. We got the t- the whole upper deck scenario going on. You know, wristbands with like cheap drinks. You know, the whole spiel. Down on Park Street. And so we're there. Footy's not there. So I, I got to buy the boat races. I got to buy the 10 beers. They don't do pitchers. So we have to do bottles and then put them in cups. And then we boat race. Okay. So I'm on the end of this. And I'm just watching this develop as it goes along. Raymo did his job. But they were tied after Raymo. Then Beegs went. They were still tired after Beegs. And I started getting concerned because we've never gone into Clyde tied. We usually have a lead going into Clyde. Clyde, God bless him. He chugs, but he's not that fast. So Clyde loses the lead. Then Courtney goes. And Courtney is not, you know, I mean, she's a fast drinker, but she's losing ground to the guy who already had a, a lead. And he finishes before Courtney, and my guy starts drinking. And my guy is, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like going back and forth. Like, I've got one eye on my guy, one eye on Courtney. And I'm just like, Courtney, please finish quickly. The, my guy is not chugging all the way. Like, you're supposed to lift, and uh, your cup should be at a almost diagonal vertical angle as you're chugging. This guy had it like... A little bit diagonally, maybe horizontal, and he was kind of like glancing over at the four, uh, you know, the guy in the fourth position with Courtney. I, I don't know why, and so I'm like, okay, Courtney, if you fin- if you put this down now, I've got this. I can bring this back. As soon as I think that, she puts the cup down, and I just froom, chug it, and it's done. When the game is on the line, it is clutch time, Mexi time, bam, Anchorman takes care of business. The dude from Baltimore, Washington was so amazed. He was pointing at me as I was chugging. And the five guy was just spitting his beer. And mind you, Baltimore, Washington, there was a lot of drippage going on, okay? So they weren't, you know, doing it properly. But I don't know why the Baltimore, Washington guy (laughs) just didn't chug faster at the five. But the whole place went nuts. A Mexi chant erupted. I could not 
oh my god, I, I need, I just need a burp after those kind of scenarios. And here's the thing. Again, I didn't want to sanction this. I had already been drinking quite a bit of beers, so I, I and then on top of that, people would buy me beers after the fact. So I literally to say I got very drunk that night. Don't know how I got home. Pretty sure I drove. Oh, and I was half on the couch, half on the floor when I woke up at 6 a.m. and eventually made it to my bed after the fact. But yeah, no, uh, at the bar, I, va- I vaguely recall asking the Baltimore Washington company, dude, why did you need chalk faster? I was like, well, I thought you were supposed to put the cup on your head and he wasn't doing it, so I didn't know if I- it was my turn. I'm like, so you were half drinking it even though you- there was a chance you might have not been able to start drinking it? I'm confused. But regardless, you hesitated, costing you the game with the boat race. Um, Rainbow was just like, oh my god, Mexi, I thought we had lost. I'm like, yeah, I thought so. I, I literally was concerned the whole time. I thought we were going to lose, and we were down by at least two, three seconds. I ended up chucking in one. Lord have mercy. Again, still undefeated. I can't believe we won with that lineup. I believe I've only lost one boat race, and that was uh, against Chicago in Chicago, I believe, a season or two ago. Um, again, we had a lineup. I think it was uh, Sleeper. Rob, Justin, uh, maybe Ramo. I can't remember who was there. And then me at the five. And the dude barely beat me, but he had a significant lead. And even he was impressed. But um, then the next home game we had, you know, we're playing Chicago. And I guess word spreads around that, you know, we're undermanned. Um, Chicago was supposed to come down to play, you know, as always, you know, we, they come down once, we go up there to play them. Well, about a couple weeks leading into it, word comes out that um, Nashville and Indianapolis want to join in on the party. So it's like a double header for us. We're playing Nashville, Indianapolis first, and then Chicago. And then, you know, we, we decided to make it a three-way tournament. But then I don't understand why we were the ones that had the back-to-back games. Like, why are we playing Nashville Indy first and then being tired playing Chicago squad after the fact? I mean, we should be spacing it out. And then you still have Chicago against Nashville Indy after the fact. We have to tear down the goals. So, I mean, it just makes sense to space that. Give us the whole field advantage. Come on, guys. Uh, but then we got, we got played because I don't understand how Nashville – Hey, bring up bring our full squad, we'll play you. Okay. And then they show up with like seven. And then Chicago, who knew about the game, had to bring a full team. Oh, we only have 14. And magically that adds up to 21. So we ended up playing one big game at 230 instead of two games, one at 130, one at three, against a combined team of Chicago, Nashville, Indy, and apparently there was some Washington Wisconsin guy. So we're playing like a super team against an already undermanned Columbus team. Um, because we don't have Chet, we don't have Stork, we don't have Ramo. But I mean, I mean, I get it. Like, the next man has got to be up. We got to step up. But it's just, you know, we got to do our job. Um, and we came out and did not. Uh, we did not perform as well as we should have. I mean, that was a terrible home loss. We lost to Chicago. We were the super team, whatever you want to call them. 129-42. Like, that's at least 80 points. Like, they they outscored us. They had some Aussies. I mean, and Simo. Oh, I forgot. Simo's out injured, too. 
Uh, so definitely that hurt us. Our defense saved our butts because we would have probably lost by a lot more if it weren't for the likes of Dean, Evan, everybody on defense basically playing a decent job, Beegs, you know, everybody doing their part. And, I mean, it's just we're not committed. Our, our voices are not up. We're not doing what Polly and Clyde are, are preaching to do. And it just it, it shows. It, it, it definitely shows. I mean, and Clyde got, got concussed. Uh, Rob got concussed. Uh, Allen tweaked, tweaked his ankle because some dude stepped on him. Uh, Jordan hit a divot and he got an ankle, an ankle tweak, tweak rolled. Um, you know, it was just, it was just not good, not good. Uh, and then lo losing these players, you know, even if it's for a game or for a couple games or a season. And I mentioned this at the bar later, but I'm going to say this on the air to kind of throw out the message. It's, it's the next man up. Yes. But people like us, and I'm talking about the secondhand players, the players who start away when nobody makes it, the players that start when people are injured, the players that usually are on the bench and come in or we play for other teams, the likes, the likes of myself, uh, D-Rock, Brandis, um, Robert, Justin, you know, uh, and everybody else, like Joel from time to time, and, you know, anybody who's new or newer, we have to step it up going forward because, like, if I'm looking at the injury list, Ramos out. We don't know if he has a torn uh, tendon in the knee. He's getting MRI, MRI results. Um, and and that's, that's, you know, there's some insurance issue there, and it's about a month away. So he's at least gone for another month. Um, Stork has a torn ACL. We've got his MRI results. Torn ACL, MCL sprain, and, you know, meniscus damage. And, and that's devastating for him. I feel bad because he has to go to the International Cup. But also he's out. He's basically out for the season, possibly. Um, you got Chet, who has lacerated kidneys. And, you know, people who get concussions and, and sprained ankles, you know, and coming up, the International Cup is, is a month away, or less than a month away. And you got people like Clyde who are going to go, you know, uh, some of the jewelers are going, you know, we're losing quite a bit of our starters. Like Simo's out injured, uh, but he, he'll, he'll probably be back. And people with like tweaked ankles can come back sooner. I get that. But it is up to the guys like us you know, the second-hand players, to step up. We have to get better. We have to be the ones to perform better and understand the game better. And I feel like I've been improving each year, but it's still, there's a lot more room for me to improve. It is not Thornberry, Clyde, Dano, whoever you want to talk to about this. You know, it is not our fault. It is not their fault that, like, for example, why does Dano not pass the ball? Unless it's to Clyde and other people. We're the ones not doing the voices. We're the ones not recognizing plays and being out there and supporting when need be. You know, against Chicago, there was a play where, you know, Adam, you know, you, didn't, you hesitated and disposed of the ball. You didn't do something with the ball quickly enough. There was another play you were supposed to, you know, shepherd for, I believe, you know, Thornberry or Clyde. And, you know... 
you, you were in the way. It's those kind of recognition plays we have to get better at. Like, you ha I have to get better at leading. We have to be able to catch the ball, recognize plays, you know, do stuff. And only when we get to that level will the whole team improve because we will be able to recognize, you know, patterns. We'll be able to recognize plays, leadoffs, marks, you know, all of that and get our voices up. Like, like I feel like the more I learn about Clyde, Stork, Dano, and everybody else who's, who's a, a regular starter, the more I know about their tendencies and what to expect and what to do and where to be and leading off, crumbing off of, of Rob, crumbing off of, Ch of Chad, Footy, you know, stuff like that. But it's, it's, it's players like us. It's, the, it's, you know, Houston, Joel, um, Footy even, uh, Brandis, you know, Adam, Justin. We, we got to be better at these things because we can't get upset that, oh, Mike just moved to Columbus and he's being thrown in there, you know, right in the, you know, the starting, the starting squad. Well, yeah, he's taller. He's in shape. He, he played for Cincinnati. He's a good player. We need tall people to replace the tall people we're losing. Same thing with Nick Bowman. Nick Bowman comes down from Cleveland and Cleveland's not setting a team. So he's going to play with us. Yeah. He needs to get the points and he's on the revolution team. He's on the national team. So yeah, he's a good player. Um, John, you know, it's great. We have, but we, but he still has to, you know, we have to step it up too. Um, we're losing Thornberry. Thornberry's going back to Australia. He's not going to be back for nationals. He'll be back in November. Um, shout out to Thornberry though, because, you know, dude, you bring competitiveness and drive to our team. You make us better. You make practices more legit. Uh, against Chicago, you're the perfect, you know, boat race at the four. And, you know, good luck in your finals. And we'll see you in November. And we'll, we have to get better if we want to do something and make a name for ourselves at Nationals. Like, I have to get better. I, I have a heel injury. But that doesn't mean I can't make it a practice. That doesn't mean I can't get better. I'm wearing the heel pads. I have to lose weight. I have to improve. We can't be losing... To Chicago one or Super Team one twenty nine forty two, it's just just not happening. It can't happen. Our next games against Cincinnati, you know, Ohio Valley, and I I'm probably not going to be there uh, if I go to Alaska. Uh, but then we will have the players that I mentioned. So every, everybody else has got to step it up. And going in September, I think we have an away game at Chicago. We're going to have to step that up too. There might be other games in there I'm forgetting, but hey, we have to get better. We have to collectively get better. We got to do new new stuff at practice. Uh, Polly says that he's gonna, you know, we're gonna have to work on on some new stuff. And what I Polly actually played both these home games, and I feel like when Polly's out there, he's the only one talking, but he his voice echoes throughout. So if we're not talking, like, but at least him talking is telling us what we need to do, where we need to be, and. That helps, but we cannot be the only one. He cannot be the only one talking on the field. Like, it feel like I'm at the point where I can recognize these things and improve. Um, I played defense for a quarter against Chicago, um, well, half a quarter, and I couldn't keep up. I wasn't in, I wasn't in position. I, I got burned a few times. 
you know, but people were injured. I had to get in there. Uh, but, you know, I was obviously, you know, harming our team. When I went up top, you know, we have to have that accordion effect. And, you know, if we go up, the, the forwards, you know, have to go up too. Uh, you know, back, I mean, not up, but like, you know, back with the defenders. You know, if, if their team goes up, I mean, you know, and attacks. The defenders are down, the midfielders are, you know, are down, and we have to track back too and stay a kick or two away from, you know, the next person to be able to, you know, come back back up. And I could see like people like Sleeper, it's automatic because he'll shift and and that lets me, oh, I gotta shift this way. And I gotta do this, I gotta lead, we gotta go out, and 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 you know, it clicks. But it's gotta be that way all the time. It's got to be that way in practice. You, you, you go out to, you know, drag your defender out to open up space and then turn around and lead back in. That's how you do it. You can just all be bunched up in, in areas. I, I get that, and I feel like we do that all, a lot, and that's, and that's harming us. But, you know, like I said, it's up to our second-hand second players, you know, to step up. Once, uh, now that our, a lot of our starters are, are down. Um, I was actually surprised Roxy, or my coworker, came to you know to the game. She actually is a big admirer of the Lone Wolf. Uh, she's got the hots for him, so I keep telling her, "Hey, come to the home games." She did, and uh, got some good eye candy there. And uh, of course, we got Chicago back at the boat race. Um, we definitely beat their asses. As well, it was a lot closer than previous boat races with uh, Chicago because they brought some Aussies and they had some some new players I had not seen, and they were on the boat race team at the four and the five position. And, but we, I felt confident this time because uh, it was more organized, and we had our starting lineup: Footy, Lone Wolf, Clyde, Thornberry because he was going away. We put him at the four instead of Ramo and myself at the anchor, and um, we had the slight lead heading into Clyde. I was actually kind of surprised that we didn't have a bigger lead going into Clyde because, I mean, Chad, it seemed like he was struggling. Footy admitted that he could have done better. Uh, Clyde, you know, kind of lost us the lead a little bit. Uh, Thornberry, you know, made up ground. And I'd have, I believe I had a, either a slight disadvantage or a slight lead going into my cup. But as soon as I, I grabbed my cup, it just one gulp down. Done. Like it's it's on like it's on video. It's in the it's in the pictures. It was it was and I it, it, once I got my cup, it was done because the guy against me, the one of the new Chicago guys, was fast, but he's not Mexi fast. Okay, when the game's on the line, it is clutch time. Columbus Jackaroo Anchorman, full full effect. Um, and yeah, we won the boat race. Um, I made sure not to drink too much beforehand, so I was well and 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 preserved for it. Um, and yeah, Pedro from the other team uh, unbuttoned the shirt for some reason, and he was like, "Man, you're a freak." I'm like, "Dude, it's this time every t- every year. Like, you guys have not been us at the boat race. It's a lot closer this time, but once I go, it is done. It is legit done. It's not even not even close. Like, troop troop." And mind you, I believe um, the server gave us smaller cups because you could barely fit a beer in them. Um, and then I'm like, Dude, are we, did we run out of the cups we had like 
last week against Baltimore, Washington. But then later on in the, in the night, she gave us one of those bigger cups. I'm like, why didn't you not give us these big cups to begin with? We wouldn't be able to fit a beer. Come on now. But hey, don't matter. We still won. So, you know, no big deal. We're still the best at the bar. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I am I am glad that uh, at least we don't lose the boat races. I don't think I've ever lost the boat race except that one time with Chicago. Um, but yeah, no, uh, and I do feel bad for our injured players because, like I said, Ramo, we don't know if, he, if, it's, if it's a tear. Um, Stork, we already know, and, and he's still traveling to um, – Australia with the team, but he probably won't get to play. Um, he's probably out for nationals, but he, hey, he is a good player. He's one of the harder souls of our team. I mean, I listen to his advice. I listen to Clyde, and I know Clyde likes to send us a, a video saying, you know, I apologize. I let you guys down. But it is not Clyde's fault. It is not Clyde's fault. It is not Thornberry's fault. It is not, you know, Stork's fault. Shit happens. You know, injuries happen. Like I said, I do believe if Ramo and Stork had not gone out injured, we would have won that tournament, the East Regional Tournament. It is just things happen, you know, and we have to prepare and adapt. And, I mean, nobody nobody knew that Chet was going to get hit in the lower back and have lacerated kidneys. I mean, and I wish he would have told me sooner. You know, Chet, I, I mean... I called you, you didn't listen to it until like a week later, that's fine, but you know, I was kind of, I felt bad because the morning or the day of the tournament, of the, I mean that tournament, that game, I kind of gave him grief because he didn't want to play because he had, you know, a tweaked ankle, and I'm like, oh, if I'm playing with a busted heel, you can play with a tweaked ankle, it could be in a baby, and I mean, I feel bad because I said that, and then he played, and then he got hit, I was actually on the field on the other side. When the hit happened, I felt the, the thump. I heard it uh, from across the field. He screamed. I thought he was just, you know, Chet likes to flop to get us calls. So it kind of seemed like he was flopping. But, you know, he um, he was actually legit hurt. But he got up and finished the game. And then later that, that night was peeing blood, and, and that's when he went to the ER. Uh, I wish I'd have known sooner. I actually called the hospital, and they told me he was discharged that Monday. Um, I wanted to go see him. I gave him a call, you know, uh, and Hey, Chet again, if there's anything you need, I'm here for you, buddy. Same with Stork, Ramo, you know, same spiel. And, uh, people like Simo and, um, you know, Rob, Allen, anybody with Gordo, you know, You tweak your ankle, you know, you, you heal faster and you come back. That's fine. But, like, we still need our strong guys to, you know, elevate us. And when they're out, you know, it takes a toll on the team. I get that. But we have to adapt. We have to adapt. We have to, you know, get better. And if we want to make something out of nationals... We have to, well, we have to perform, and obviously we have to be there. Like, you know, games are games. We're all basically leading into Nationals in San, San Diego. 
and Fisher said it on 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 the group. He put nothing, uh, you know. He put a good quote by Woody Hayes. You know, nothing cleanses your soul better than getting the shit kicked out of you, and that's true. And we're probably going to lose against Cincinnati, but that's but that's okay. We have to learn. We have to get better. We have to have us second-hand players step up, and that's and that's if we take anything away from these two games, we poured our heart and souls into these two games, but. We have to improve. Our physical condition has to be better. You know, I'm not always going to be able to play play offense. Sometimes I'm going to have to, you know, go in there for for a defender if you know somebody's injured, and I have to be able to keep track of my guy. If I don't do that, then then it hurts our defense. You know, um, you know, Simo, Dino, Bags, Beegs, Evan. I mean, they can only do so much, but we still have to be able to go in there and help. We have to keep track of our men. Uh, midfielders have to keep track of our men. Forwards have to keep track of our men. If, our, if, my, if, I, if my defender goes up to attack and I just stay up, up top, I'm just standing there doing nothing. And I used to do that, and now I kind of like follow him. But at the same time, you know, it allows me to kind of gauge what he's about to do. And if we get the ball back and I drift away, he now has to follow me. So now I'm open and I can lead. And and Anish did it against Chicago perfectly. He's a winger and he played defense most of that game. Adapt, change, adaptability. Um, we're not always just going to be four pocket players. We have to move around. I mean, then that's just the way it is. And we have to be in physical condition. I mean, D-Rock, we, we, we talk about scoring goals. But it is not about scoring goals. Like, I've contributed to the team this season more with the little things, like the marks, the, the, the passes, the shepherds. I have not scored as many goals this year as last year. And that's not about that. And that's what we need to realize. Also, we have to get better. We, if we're not in physical condition, if we can't do a 5K and survive that, we're not going to be able to keep up with, with these players. We're going to go to nationals, and if we have to play Division Two, there's going to be an issue. We might play Division Three, but hey, even then, you know, the teams out west are probably going to make it to San Diego a lot easier. And you got the LA Dragons, you got the Golden Gate uh, team, you got San Diego Lions. They're good too. I mean, you got all these teams out west that are better and taller and in better physical condition. We have to be able to keep up. We can keep up. Clyde tells us that every time. We can play with the best of them. Last year, we only lost to Dallas by a point. We only lost to Denver by, you know, a goal. And this year, if we didn't have injuries, Baltimore-Washington would have lost. And we beat Boston. So it's not like we're not capable of doing it. We are. But we have to give it 110%. And that's what we're going to have to dedicate ourselves to doing in these next months leading up to you know the fall and nationals obviously if you can't go to nationals then well i mean we need to know who's going to nationals way ahead of time because we need to be able to prepare and adjust and and there's going to be some strategic adjustments too because of our injuries and that's just you know something we got to work on and we got to do.
you know. And I will say, like, after the boat race, you know, I was kind of yeah, out of it. But then uh, some random brother-sister combo were challenging, challenging us to chugging um, because they were from Michigan. The one guy was was from Michigan or goes to Michigan. I forget what the situation was. And he was like, oh, yeah, we chug. Oh, oh. I'm like, um, you're talking to the boat race people? On the Columbus Jack Cruise. You need to, you need to slow your roll. And then Footy was there and was like, oh, all right, well, let's have some beers. Let's let's prove it. And then it was basically who buys the next round. And it was <laughs> the girl, uh, her brother, me and Footy doing a one-cup beer chug-off. And I'm actually impressed. I beat Footy. I flat-out out-chugged Footy, which is impressive. That hardly ever happens. But I'm at the point where I'm such a good Columbus anchor man. There should be a name. Columbus Jankerman. Whatever. Anyways. The Anchorman beat Bigfooty at a cup. Chug. I was impressed with myself. But yeah. So the brother lost and had to buy the next round. Ha 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 ha. So, and then, oh. Um, apparently, Drunk Mex struck again because... Genie likes to come to these social gatherings and just try to get people to do random shit for shots, beers, whatever. So she bought us shots if, you know, Footy, myself, and Rainbow had a three-way kiss. And, hey, you know what? I found out why uh, Rainbow's girl likes uh, Rainbow's mustache. It is nice and fun and tickly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, hey, don't dare drunk Mike to do something because it will happen, Okay. And I have no problem with things being put up on social media of anything I do and don't do, okay? It's, everybody's got my permission to have anything, any video of myself at a bar and make it go viral, okay? It is just the way it is. Um, but yeah, so that happened and then I was actually going to drive home. I actually like parked on Thurber, you know, to... Um, Get free parking because for some reason the Goodale meters were all closed. Like they had the, the no parking bags on them. So I walked back to my car and, uh, you know, I was planning on driving home. But then I was talking to Queenie all night, you know, texting back and forth. And then she usually goes to bed early. But then magically, of course, as I had my key in the ignition, Queenie texted me at 3 in the morning. like, you better not be driving home drunk. I'm like, ugh. Jesus Christ, really? Like, yeah, no, I don't like it. The queen does not approve. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And I don't know why I even listened to her, but I ordered myself an Uber and got home, woke up. It's funny when you drink, you don't sleep as well as you think you do. So I got up at like around 10-ish, and I'm like, oh, let me go get my bagels. I'm like, well, my car's, not, my car's not here. So then I checked my bank account. Um... I don't know what happened, but usually Park Street, you know, the charge is in my bank account pending right after the night before, you know, right after drinking at the bar. And it was that way against, you know, when we played Baltimore. But there was no charge this time. And I'm like, um, did I pay for drinks? I'm pretty sure I bought five beers for the boat race. I had a few beers. I bought Thornberry Thorn a beer because uh, he was leaving. Um, I bought uh, bags, a shot because it was his birthday. And there were other drinks that I had, I'm pretty sure I bought Nicole, um, 
a beer too or shot. So I I wasted some money at the bar. But the, the, the charge is not there. And I'm like, huh. And then the Uber charge wasn't there either. I'm like, huh. And, but the McDonald's charge was there from when I had the Uber stop at the drive-thru to get me some McDonald's. And I had a gyro apparently too, you know, leaving the bar. So those two tar- charges were there. Um, nothing else. And I'm like, mm, this is kind of weird. So then I vaguely remember that the Uber driver called me Alex and not John. And the reason that's important because my I have I have a coupon for $25 off, you know, your first Uber ride and I was, you know, recycling emails to basically get free Uber rides anytime and the last account I created was under the name John Anthony and that's my Uber account. So, he didn't call me, "Hey, are you John?" and I got an Uber. I believe he called me Alex. And I got in the Uber, and he was like, are you going to Sosa? I'm like, no, 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 I need you to take him to McDonald's. And he's like, where's that? I'm like, oh, no, 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 not. And I gave him my address, and then had him stop at the McDonald's off of Summer Road. So now that I think about it, um, I'm pretty sure I hijacked somebody's Uber. Because I'm, I did not get charged for it. Also, I'm pretty sure the bar basically fucked up and just gave me free drinks. But hey. I got to the bagel place. Um, my dad wanted some bagels. And then so what, ended, what should have been a $20 bagel charge, I ended up paying the same I pay every time because they don't pay attention. It's like, oh, you're good in the same? I'm like, sure. $9. Thanks. Four bagels for 9 bucks. People are idiots. But hey, it's called good karma because when you listen to the queen and you listen to reason and you do something good, Karma rewards you with free stuff, apparently. So that is basically it. Uh, But that is all we have for this podcast. Like I said, we're keeping it short. We're keeping it sweet. It's on iTunes. Maximine Matters. SoundCloud, obviously, is linked there. Maximine Matters. If you have questions, check me out on Facebook. Alex Ferrari. Twitter. At SuperAssholeMex. Snapchat, Supermax, YouTube channel. Check that out. We're almost at the 100 episode. We'll have a special for that uh, with some stats. Uh, again, after we'll have a DX Special 3. We'll have Crazy X Stories 3 coming up. And we got some good episodes coming up. You know, special guests. You know, Quinn will be back um, eventually again. Uh, we just had her again on the show. But... Uh, the ratings have gone up when we have Quinn on there, so we might bring her back again. She might be the first three-peat guest on the show. We'll see. Um, But definitely, yeah, we'll have awesome stuff in the future. But yeah, check us out on iTunes. Like I said, we're live on there. And I will catch you guys next time. And if I don't see you, as always, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.